What is up, my friends? It's your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. You can subscribe to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast using Apple, Spotify, Google, Pocket Casts, wherever else you listen. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. To keep up with the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins, as well as on Instagram at Locked On Boston Bruins. You can find me on both platforms at Ian C. McLaren. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Now Bruins training camp is kicking off as we speak and we are back to five shows a week as the Bruins begin a new season beginning January 14th, which is just next week if you can believe it. Now for new and old listeners alike, I wanted to take a moment to introduce myself as well as to let you know what you can expect here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. First of all, I'm a lifelong Bruins fan, been following this team closely, talking about them daily for over 30 years, and it's a joy and a privilege to be able to host this podcast and develop this community of Bruins fans and friends. Now, I'm not an insider, I'm not around the team on a daily basis, but I have written about hockey for over a decade and I worked for five years as a full-time hockey news editor at The Score, which is a mobile app based up here in Toronto. From that, I think I was able to gain a pretty even-keeled perspective and I think I can bring the latest updates on this team with a balance of rational thought as well as some emotional fandom in the mix as well. Now, it is a daily podcast, but I don't want to overwhelm you with information and opinions. Other daily podcasts that I listen to tend to keep it tight, 20, 25, 30 minutes at the most. And what I want to bring is 25 minutes of Bruins content five days a week with a focus on what you absolutely need to know. My informed opinions on those topics as well as some outside voices, as many as I can bring on, to offer fresh and even differing perspectives. So that's what you can expect from the podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you who tunes in once, twice, three times, daily if you do. That is amazing. Special shout out to those of you who do that. And uh, I'm excited to get going here with training camp. And that's where we will begin today, taking a look at the training camp roster. That is taking to the ice as we speak as well as some Zdeno Chara fallout from his decision last week to sign with the Washington Capitals. I thought it would be good to offer some of his quotes, as well as what Don Sweeney was saying. And then, of course, as we do every day, um, some news and notes from around the NHL. Once the regular season gets going, we will have daily segments. But for now, it's just kind of a, a closer look at training camp. And here is the roster that is currently skating at training camp. Now, the complete roster has been broken up into two groups, Group A, Group B. They're practicing today, tomorrow, and they will be through uh, through Sunday in advance of the regular season. And Bruce Cassidy 
Don Sweeney will have some decisions in terms of who to cut, who to add to the taxi squad, and which goalie to carry as the third goalie, as there will be these extra players able to be on the roster because of COVID-19. The forwards in camp, Patrice Bergeron, who we know will be the next captain. There's Anders Bjork, Anton Bleed, Paul Carey, Charlie Coyle, Jake DeBrusque, Matt Felipe was a late addition to the roster. Trent Frederick, Cameron Hughes, Andre Kasha, David Krejci, Carson Kuhlman, Sean Corrali, Robert Lantosi was another late addition. Par Lindholm, Brad Marchand, Greg McKaig, David Pasternak, Nick Ritchie, Zach Sinitian, Craig Smith, Oscar Steen, Jack Stanika, and Chris Wagner. No real surprises there. Felipe was a third-round pick of the Carolina Hurricanes back in 2016, spent the last four years at Northeastern University, invited to camp as an unsigned free agent who will have a chance to prove that, you know, maybe he's at the NHL level, probably not, but more likely uh, grabbing a contract at the AHL level. Lantosi is a Slovak forward who was undrafted. He spent last season with the Providence Bruins and actually impressed with 11 goals and 20 assists. So those are the two guys that, uh, yeah, were invited to camp, kind of off the radar players. Defensemen, we have Jack Aiken, Brandon Carlo, Connor Clifton, Matt Grizzlick, Stephen Kampfer, Jeremy Lozon, Charlie McAvoy, Kevin Miller, John Moore, Yerho Vakaninen, Nick Wolf, and Jacob Zborl. Nick Wolf last year played at the University of Minnesota Duluth, 10 assists in 33 games. Another unsigned free agent, college free agent, who is getting a look with the Bruins, perhaps with a view to playing in the AHL this season. In net, we have Tuka Rask, Yaroslav Halak, and then the three AHL-level goalies who will be vying for that third spot in Callum Booth, Jeremy Swayman, and Dan Vlader. Swayman, I can almost guarantee, will be at the AHL level this year to get some good reps in. Uh, the question will be whether Dan Vlader or Callum Booth will be the third goalie who won't get as much playing time but could be used in a pinch in the NHL or if they will be sent back to get some reps at the AHL level. So that is the scene at training camp at the moment. Uh, as I record, it's almost 11 a.m. here on Monday morning. So the first group is practicing. Kevin Miller's on the ice in a full contact jersey. But Matt Porter saying he doesn't look anywhere close to game ready, but that's expected. He last played 19 months ago today. Brad Marchand is out there wearing a no-contact sweater. He's rehabbing from a sports hernia injury. David Pasternak, of course, will not participate in training camp as he is uh, shelved, as he rehabs from off-season surgery as well. The big storyline will be on defense as the Bruins try to sort out their defensive pairings and who will replace Zdeno Chara and Tori Krug in the lineup. Brandon Carlo, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick, pretty well set in their roles, but there's room for internal battling between the likes of Jeremy Lozon, uh, Jacobs Borrell, Yerho Vakaninen, 
and John Moore on that left side, and then on the right side, Connor Clifton, Miller, as I mentioned, Stephen Kampfer perhaps uh, getting a look as well. So those are the players who are vying for playing time on the blue line in the absence of Rask and Chara. Up front, the lines are pretty well set, although there will be some battling for that prime top spot in Pasternak's absence, as well as who can crack the lineup on the third and fourth lines at right wing, perhaps left wing as well, and also who will be on the taxi squad and who will be sent back to the AHL. And we'll get into all that here as training camp progresses and we get a better look at who is skating with who. Before we talk more about Zdeno Chara and Don Sweeney and their comments following the breakup last week, let me talk for a moment about Bet Online. It's an exciting new sponsor that we have here at Locked On. And with NFL playoffs coming up this weekend, the NHL regular season around the corner, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust for the best odds, and that's betonline.ag. If you sign up today for your free account at betonline.ag, use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Speaking of bet online, betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast. Brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. So last week on the podcast, the final episode of 2020, we discussed the whole Zdeno Chara situation, how Ken Campbell tweeted that he was going to sign with the Washington Capitals, then Chara posted on Instagram, and then he did indeed sign with the Capitals. And I didn't get to... The comments from Don Sweeney and Zdeno Chara himself the next day. So I thought just to tie a bow on that, I would just quickly mention what was said and kind of what we learned from those situations. Apologies if you hear a printer here in the background. My kids are virtual learning this week and uh, just getting those assignments going here as we speak. On a Zoom availability, Don Sweeney said that the single most unrewarding phone call he had was to hear from agent Matt Keeter and speak with Zdeno in what his decision ended up being. Zdeno, he said, he walks in his own shadow, literally and figuratively. It was extremely difficult to go through the whole process. This extended over months, and we gave him all the latitude in the world to make what was ultimately his decision and his family's decision alone. I wanted to make sure that we did that with the most respect that we possibly could. Zdeno is forever a member of the Boston Bruins and will be enshrined in both the Hall of Fame and in my humble opinion in the rafters amongst the greatest to ever wear a Boston Bruins uniform. Now why isn't he going to finish his career as a member of the Boston Bruins? That's my question and a lot of your questions as well. Sweeney said he wanted to make it abundantly clear that he had multiple discussions with Zdeno and Matt Keeter. He was very appreciative of all the dialogue and both sides being honest 
in terms of where they were. Sweeney said they had certainly offered a contract to Zdeno months ago, and he indicated he wanted time to continue to work through again where he felt he was at, where the league was at, and the return to play protocols, and the role we were describing and hoping to integrate him into with our hockey club. What that role was, Sweeney said the club was upfront with Chara about its desire to integrate some of the younger players that have had an opportunity to develop in the system, and the Bruins trying to see whether they were capable of handling minutes and situations that they had not been exposed to. Like I mentioned earlier, that includes players like Zboro, Vakaninen, Jeremy Lozon. He said the Bruins didn't lay out any specific parameters during the negotiation in regards to a number of games or minutes that Chara would be assigned moving forward, but it's pretty clear that the Bruins were prepared to play him in the second of back-to-backs and were looking to have him in more of a reserve role, seventh defenseman per se, than being guaranteed a spot as a third pair defenseman, penalty killing, and things like that. Sweeney said, we describe it as an integrated role and just didn't make any categorical promise that he would have the exact same role that he had in his 14 seasons, a historic career with the Boston Bruins. He said, I was very sad. It's an unrewarding aspect of the job to see a player like that choose to leave. The question, of course, is did he choose to leave or did the Bruins not give him a reason to stay? And perhaps it's a bit of both. Zdeno Chara had a Zoom availability with the Capitals, and he began by saying, I want to mention that I believe Don Sweeney negotiated in good faith, and I appreciated the way everything was communicated to me, and he was very open to me. We had a number of conversations. He made it clear what conditions and what role I would be taking with the organization if I returned. But I just felt what was presented to me and what conditions were attached to it. I felt that I had more to offer and I respect their decision and wish them the best. I just felt I can still play regularly and play the games and I have no issues with them going in a different direction. I just feel like for me at this point in my career, it's better if I continue to play. I respect the way it was communicated to me, he said. We had a number of conversations Early on, it was probably a little bit unknown what the role would be, but as the conversations progressed towards the end, it was very clear to me that I would not be in the starting lineup for the season or starting some games or playing back-to-back games. I would be more of a reserve type of player. I have no issue with that and a lot of credit to Don Sweeney for how he handled the situation. For me, I felt it would be better fit for me if I find a better role with another team and step aside and let the Bruins go with the direction they chose to do. So again, I've said several times here on the podcast, on Twitter, that as long as Zdeno Chara wanted to play, I think he should remain in black and gold. Um, Yeah, perhaps there is some wisdom in not playing him in back-to-backs as a 43-year-old, but to not guarantee him a spot in the top six if he's healthy... Seems a bit ridiculous. I know that you do want, yeah, Lozon, Zborl, Miller, Clifton fighting for time. You have Grizzly McAvoy for sure. 
Perhaps you could go Lozon and Carlo, and then um, Chara and Clifton, something like that. Or you go um, Zboril, Carlo, Chara, Lozon would be good as well, considering Lozon left-hand shot, but he can play on the right side like he did last year with Grizzly. So there were options there. Uh, you know, they're hamstrung by John Moore's contract. They re-signed Kevin Miller, committed to him for whatever reason. And so there was a bit of a logjam. Ultimately, however, Zdeno Chara deserved the respect of being guaranteed top six minutes. And, um, you know, I wish him all the best in Washington, to be sure. And for Don Sweeney and Cam Neely's sake, I really do hope it works out for one of these youngsters, at least, to step up and become a force on the blue line. I'm banking on Jacobs Borrell being that guy. And um, I really think Jeremy Lozon should be a regular as well. So put those guys in. You got Grizzlick, McAvoy, say Zborl or Lozon and Carlo. And then one of those guys playing with Clifton or Miller, John Moore could step in as well. So I don't know. There are options there. We'll see if they make any additions th throughout the season by way of trades or signings ben hutton remains available heading into training camps and um i don't think don sweeney is done building this roster for this season there is still some cap space we know he's not shy in terms of pulling the trigger on in-season deals as well and so once he sees what they have and wants to get closer to the playoffs i would expect that they will make uh, some changes if necessary so, yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out here as the season begins and rolls along. Let's talk about Built Bar here for a moment. It's the best tasting protein bar ever and even better tasting than before with six new amazing flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Each bar is gluten-free, covered in 100% chocolate, Soft and easy to chew, and they come in uh, nut and non-nut flavors. Built Bar is perfect for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON. For 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Now here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, I like to take a look around the NHL and to see what is going on in relation to teams closely related to the Bruins or big storylines in general. The New York Islanders will be in Boston's division this season and Matthew Barzell was not at training camp as contract negotiations continue with the restricted free agent. He is in New York. A new contract is expected to be announced anytime now, so probably not a huge disadvantage for the Islanders as he likely will be in the lineup to start the regular season. But if that does carry over into the regular season, that uh, would be huge, of course. Elsewhere, Steven Stamkos is a full participant in training camp as he, you know, missed all of the playoffs except for that one game where he scored in the final, which was one of the best moments of the uh, the playoffs in my mind. 
Um, what else? Joe Thornton will begin Toronto Maple Leafs training camp playing alongside Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Uh, he's 41 years old, kind of in the same situation as Chara, where joining a new team. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can hang with those youngsters and how effective he can be in that lineup. One big rumor mill item that could affect the Boston Bruins, they should be interested in this situation, is that Pierre-Luc Dubois, who signed a two-year, $10 million contract as an RFA with the Columbus Blue Jackets, is apparently still looking to get out of Columbus, uh, looking for a change of scenery in a trade request. Blue Jackets GM Jarmo Kekalainen addressed the rumors, saying, GMs talk about trades all the time, Rumors start from there, just part of the business. He also busted out that old line that if Wayne Gretzky could be traded, then anybody could be traded. For his part, Dubois said, what's in my head is in my head. And he stressed he'll be a good teammate as well as the best player and person he can be in the meantime. Uh, So yeah, we'll see what happens there. There's no rush to move Dubois since he did agree to that two-year, $10 million contract. But, um, you know, not a great... Situation for the Blue Jackets as training camp kicks off. Certainly, every team would be interested in adding a player of his pedigree and potential, uh, a number one center to be sure. The Bruins, you know, should be interested in that if he becomes available. I don't know what the asking price would be, but you're probably looking at uh, Jake DeBrusque and uh, another roster player, perhaps a prospect or pick or two at the very least. Um, so yeah, interesting times in Columbus and somebody that again, all teams should be looking at if he is indeed available. Another situation that bears watching is in Winnipeg where Patrick Laine is not being made available to the media, uh, for undisclosed reasons. The 22 year old was also involved in trade rumors and a potential request made earlier in the off season. Um, Yeah, so that's another player who could be moved prior to or during the season. Jack Roslovich has also um, made it known that he could use a change of scenery as he's not being used by the Jets as he sees fit. So yeah, a trio of young, talented players possibly available via trade at the moment in Dubois, Laine, and Roslovich. Trades are always fun, and of course... If the Bruins are in the mix, we'll be all over it. But either way, it's always fun to uh, talk trades when they happen. And uh, yeah, keep an eye on the latest rumors and reports out there. I think that's it for today's episode of Locked on Bruins. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for those who have already subscribed. And if you have not already, please do so. If you could toss up a rating and a review, that would be very much appreciated. I just wanted to take some time off the top to, yeah, reintroduce myself, tell you where I'm coming from, what you can expect on the podcast. And again, as we get into the regular season, there will be more regular uh, segments each day that you can count on coming, like power rankings, mailbag, uh, divisional uh, rankings, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to Continuing here with training camp, seeing how the Bruins roster shakes out and looking forward mostly to the season 
debut or season opener on the 14th. I also like to talk about some pop culture stuff here on the podcast. And over the weekend, I binged through season three of Cobra Kai. Those of you who know me know that The Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, my favorite movie franchise, my favorite reboot uh, out there. And season three did not disappoint. There was a reveal at the end with John Kreese talking to someone on the phone who I'm very excited to make an appearance in season four. And it made me want to go back and watch Karate Kid Part 3 specifically, uh, which is, uh, you know, not the strongest of the three, but perhaps one of my favorites because of some pretty cool moments involving a friend of John Kreese's. That's all I'm going to say. Anyways, again, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate the support. And again, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Do also check out season previews happening on the Locked On NHL podcast. Subscribe to that one, and you'll get previews from each podcast host around the league uh, with the latest thoughts on the team that they cover uh, just to get uh, a good um, yeah overview of the league in general. I believe the East Division will be dropping on Tuesday tomorrow, so be sure to get into that. Again, I'm your host, Ian McLaren. Thank you so much for taking the time. Catch you again tomorrow, and have a great Monday, friends.